This is your Kanabic County Sheriff's Report with Kanabic County Sheriff Brian Smith right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. As always, a pleasure, my dear. Glad to have you along. Why don't we start, because I have several things to talk to you about today, but let's start with the calls to service. What has been happening the past week? Well, we had uh, another 250 calls for service, Hmm. um, which has kind of been pretty standard the last almost two, three months, I suppose. Um, We had, uh, looks like, uh, about 12 new arrests. Um, Most of those were uh, drug-related. A few failure to appear warrants from, you know, whole cases that people haven't showed up for. Um, a couple of DUIs, uh, date violation. Um, that's about it. Okay. All right. Brian, I was going to ask, too, did you do something different with your phone setup this morning by chance? I did. Okay, because it sounds a little different. Is there a way to go back to what you normally do? Um, yeah, let me try if that'd be okay. It just sounds a little bit like, you know, how funky it is sometimes underwater kind of stuff. And and I'm if I had to fix on my end, I'd just call you back, but that's about all I can do. <laughs> is that better? That is better, Brian. Thank you. That does make okay. life a little easier for us. Just it's all the way technology works that I don't understand. All I know is when I listen, if it sounds different, mm, can we fix that? That would be lovely. So thank well, you. I'm actually in my vehicle on my hands-free thing, so okay. Um, that was that was that must have been the difference. That must be it. Is it okay? Can you chat with us? I mean, yeah, I pulled over. Okay, I'll, we'll try. And I know you probably have to get to your destination, so we'll. <laughs> you let me know <laughs> if you need to get going and need to to quit the call because I get that as well. You know, we'll do. We'll All right, do. sounds good. Let's just talk about a couple things this morning, Brian. Um, we'll get to the Fourth of July, but I read an article, just in this. I know it affects you in some way, as far as just your your officers being out and about, and concerns for uh, the public safety, and that has to do with uh, heat causing area roads to buckle. And I'm just wondering, in our area, have you do you are you aware of some of that happening? I know in the cities it's more common. And that's where I got well, this article from. They tossed, talk about the extreme heat causing problems. Yeah, we actually did. Uh, we didn't experience any in Kanabic County that I'm aware of, but um, just south of us on Highway 65, um, as you were just before you went over the um, second overpass in Cambridge, so it would be the Highway 95 overpass, mm-hmm. uh, it buckled there. And uh, I actually went over that. You know, a few days later, they they temporarily fixed it, but um, that would have been quite a quite a bump if you would have hit it. And I know Chisago County and I believe Pine County also had spots where I thirty five buckled. Yeah, and I mean it's serious stuff. When especially, I mean, there's never a good scenario, obviously. But let's say you have a road that isn't traveled as much you know, up north, for example, somewhere, or then you have 35 <laughs> where you've got car after car right. after car. I mean, it can really cause a serious situation because I was trying to kind of read into the article what exactly happens, but they say that road buckles are slow in forming. They're kind of like potholes. So the sun does it, its thing and then it starts to expand, right? And then that, because of that, dirt and stuff gets down in there. And then over time, 
all of a sudden when we get that extreme heat and that car is going over and over and over, it can actually separate. Am I right on that, Brian? Does that sound right to you? Well, yeah. What, so what happens is, you know, as the asphalt or concrete expands due to the heat and, you know, when you're talking some of the extreme heats that we had uh, during that time, you know, it, it got hot really fast. And the expansion joints were filled or whatever they say happens, not allowing it to um, uh, use up that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so that built-in space from that expansion joint was, was filled up, and therefore it created a, uh, a pressure point, and the road only has one thing to do, and it ends up buckling. And serious stuff. I mean, it really can be something that can cause major, you know, traffic, not just traffic, because if once people are stopped and they can't go over that spot, but I'm thinking the accident possibility is terrible. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you came across one of those and weren't uh, aware of, of what was going on around you, um, you certainly could uh, get into a serious accident because of it. I saw pictures of the one on uh, I-35, and uh, that was no small little bump. It wasn't like a, a little speed bump. Uh, that was uh, almost a launch pad. Yeah, so and that that's... That could have caused some serious accidents, yeah. Yeah, and they said that MnDOT does classify pavement malfunction as a road emergency. It's a top priority, so they get out there as soon as they can. Um, yep. And they said for this job on I-35, you're alluding to, that they used a milling machine to cut a trench-like path across the traffic lane and then that's how they were able to patch it. It is kind of a temporary thing, and then they'll have to go back in and and do more when they can. But uh, this time of year, I mean, it's crazy. We have, you know, Minnesota, we really do run the gamut with our temperatures, don't we? I mean... Yeah, we really do. When right? you think about we can have 30 below, and then we can have, you know, 105 or whatever, and it's warmer than that probably at the pavement, especially asphalt where it's black and it just absorbs that heat. And right. it's just those extremes doesn't take uh, too much for that to happen. So just be aware of that. And I thought it wouldn't hurt to talk to you about it, Brian, because I know how directly uh, that can be and kind of a scary deal, to be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. And we've been lucky here in, in Canaba County, so um, keep your fingers crossed. Yes, absolutely, because things can change. And then certainly, I guess I would say to the public, which would be common sense, but if you would come, something would happen the best thing would be to report it to the sheriff's office, I would think, because then you guys get a hold of if it's the county, if it's a state, et cetera, yes. to call somebody yeah. out to get that road repaired. Yeah, we would have we have all those contacts, so um, we can get that call in quick, and um, the the proper authorities will get there and, and get safety stuff up and get the repair done as quick as possible. It's important, no doubt about it. Well, 4th of July, of course, is coming up this weekend. Lots to look forward to. Um, I was reading a report about, you know, injuries that happen. And there, actually, over the 4th of July, there's grilling injuries go up. So people get burned by their, you know, whatever they're using uh, to grill with. Heat-related issues, if people are not paying attention to their health and they're not, you know, especially not drinking enough water, you know, all those things. So there's things that happen. The emergency rooms get busier. But, of course, firework injuries is always a big one. And, Brian, I thought maybe you could just touch on, we know that in Minnesota we have some of the strictest, from what I understand, some of the strictest laws uh, for what's legal 
in Minnesota as opposed to others, other states. I thought maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to hear it from you and find out what we need to be aware of. Yeah, you know, I don't even remember when when it actually changed, um, but um, Minnesota's restricted their firearm stuff. Basically, if, if it goes up in the air, <clears throat> excuse me, if it goes up in the air and explodes, uh, it's not illegal Minnesota firework. Um, you can you can buy the stuff that you know you see a lot of the pop up tents that sell fireworks in uh, well like I think there's one set up at Colburn's parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are generally they they make some sparkly stuff and maybe some smoke and they spin around and but they generally stay on the ground. Uh, the pops are are more pops than explosions, um, but. Stuff like uh, Roman candles and mortar rounds, uh, the stuff that you drop in a tube and it, and light it and, you know, it shoots up into the air, those are not legal Minnesota fireworks. Unless you have a fireworks license with an approved fireworks permit. Okay, so that's the determination what's right. legal. And that's why we obviously encourage folks, you know, luckily, right. and I think things are getting better, that more places after COVID are being able to have more of these things again. But they've gone right. through, they have the legal paperwork, they are licensed to do what they do for the most yep. part, and that make that's the difference, right? Yes, and I, I think I signed, oh, I bet I signed close to, well, it was probably 10 fireworks application permits this oh, year. Okay. So there's, there's lots of them around. Knife Lake, I know, had one or two, um, there were some private parties up in that Knife Lake area that had uh, a couple permits applied for. Um, Ogilvy Racetrack had probably four different occasions where they've got fireworks planned. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, coming up here. So, um, yeah, there are there are going to be some good fireworks shows around. Yes, and I'm luckily at least. I mean, things have been a little dry, but for the most part. Not as concerned as, you know, we can be some years as far as you send stuff off, even at home. You know, you do some, even, I don't know, sparklers so much, but black cats or some of those kind of things. You, yeah. Believe it or not, I mean, if it's a dry area in your yard or if you've got some pine needles or whatever, you do want to kind of be aware of that because a fire can start pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. You know. I think we'll be, I think we'll be, that fire danger part will be a little... It's probably a low mm-hmm. uh, due to the rains that we've had recently, but uh, um, I think the the biggest the biggest issue with fireworks is, is there is so many fireworks injuries mm-hmm. um, from them, and uh, you know people mishandle them and they they go off when they're not supposed to, and people have serious injuries to their limbs and um, their their eyes and skin, and um, that's. That's the reason for the the law. Right, right. There has been enough of that. I was just looking at a quick article because you were wondering about when they did uh, set some of this in place, and I was reading through it. Sounds like 2002 was when they expanded legal fireworks, uh, and that was the last time, and they haven't really done a lot since. So it's 20 years ago since they really changed anything. And I, the other piece, I, I guess I think of when we've had fireworks at our house, and we're usually the, you know, like I say, sparklers, the, the simple ones. But if some, what I think is a problem is you, you light something and then it doesn't go off. 
And then there's right. that tendency to go back, and ah, that's where I think problems can happen because maybe it's a delay or you decide, oh, it's still good, I'll try to start it up again. And I don't know what the answer is on something like that. Probably the best thing, just throw water on it, let it something. Just let it sit. Just, just let, let it, it sit. sit. Give it some time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, give it uh, five minutes or so um, before you go and mess with it. Because um, if, it, if it's delayed, it's, it, it's going to go off, you know, within a minute or two. Um, but if it's just a complete dud, um, you know, then it's, uh, then, then it'll be dud and those do happen. So that's what I mean. um, That's where I think some of the problems come in and people get antsy or whatever the case may be and go at it again. I'm sure that's been, been some of the incidents that have caused injury is, um, you know, trying to figure out what went wrong and then it goes off and your face is in front of it or, yeah. or whatever the case or your hands over it, you know? Um, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, stuff tips, tips over and that's another one to a crowd of people and, <sighs> and all that's one of those things why those, the, the flying projectile things are illegal in Minnesota. Cause so many times that those, uh, end up errantly going where they're not supposed to go and, and people get injured by that. Right. And you just, yeah, you don't need to be... Especially uh, kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I would just say, too, just keep water handy. You know, that's another thing. Um, have a bucket of water or something to make yep. sure you can put something out if you need to. I Again, looking at the site here, there really is more legal fireworks than you think. Um, mm-hmm. Just going through the list, they have sparklers, cones, and tubes that emit sparks but stay on the ground. So they yep. have those fountains are kind of fun. Uh, they have wheels, the ones that will spin once you... And again, these are all ground things that Minnesota allows. Um, they have novelty items. These are always fun, like the snakes, glowworms. The smoke devices, they have noise maker ones, party poppers, string poppers. So there's a lot that, you know, is much safer and can still offer a lot of fun for folks. So otherwise, check out the legal fireworks that are going on around the area, and they'll have lists of those. But like Brian mentioned, Knife Lake has several things happening, Ogilvy Raceway. I think some of our surrounding communities, McGregor and some of those spots, continue to have something. So just I'll try to look for things and mention on the air so if people know or put them on our Facebook page so you have options to go. Because some are doing things yeah. Saturday. Some are doing them Monday, you know, the actual 4th of July. So it kind of right. depends to know what's right. happening where. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're definitely, <clears throat> not everything's on the 4th. So, um, and, and I think like the racetrack stuff, that's, that's not even close to the 4th. Um, the, I think the first one they have is, after the fourth, if I remember correctly, and I'll try to look that up quick, Brian. When we're done here, I'll I'll look that up because okay. we chatted with uh, Nate here, Fisher. He came in and talked about Ogilvy Raceway here a few weeks ago, and okay. I'm sure he touched on that, but I don't remember it myself. But I'll get to that as well. Sure. And I yeah. will say to you, my dear, because you're sitting on the side of the road and probably would like to get going again. So <laughs> I appreciate you doing that, Brian. I really do because it did help with the sound quality immensely. Um, let's plan on our date next week for sure. Uh, we will chat again and I hope you have a wonderful 4th of July and be safe. Enjoy your time and, uh, we'll check in next week. Yeah, that's, that sounds good and look forward to it. And just one last plug on the fireworks things. 
um, you know, we get a lot of fireworks complaints last couple of years, especially, and, you know, deputies will be out there, and if they track them down, uh, they will confiscate them and, and or issue a citation. So, well, they'll definitely confiscate them because they're, they're contraband. You can't have them. Right, so, right. Um, just, uh, just buy the Minnesota stuff and do the, if, if you got to do your own, drive over to Wisconsin, it's 45 minutes. Yeah, there you go. Good advice. And like you say, use some common sense, especially neighborhoods and things like that. I mean, you do get the noise complaints, and so some common sense is always a good thing. Yeah, and it's, you know, there are people out there and people and pets uh, that, uh, yes, especially our veterans, our combat veterans that have, that have been in it, um, that it really bothers them, I mean, badly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can trigger some really terrible reactions for them. And, uh, They don't need that. Right. Let's be cognizant of that as well, for sure. All right, my dear. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.